This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Now, be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Welcome along, Foxes fans. How are we? I've just got one thing to play. We were a bit Brazil-like in that first half. I mean, I know it was only West Ham, but let's uh, West Brom. I mean, but let's not forget this is West Brom. But five past Chelsea. 
And was it, was it like watching Brazil tonight? I think it might well have been. I think it might well have been. But hey, if you think something was, um, that was fun to watch, this is fun to read and you can still get 30% off until the end of April. Barry Pierpoint's Minding My Own Football Business. It's a great read about Leicester City in the 90s. If you think all this uh, European Super League is a load of shit, you should see what would have been happening to Leicester in the 90s. Uh, it was up there to rival it. All the W's, miningmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk, 30% off and a signed copy for you as well. It will do all that. He's such a nice guy. Uh, so put your Barry Pierpoint posters away. <laughs> hey, Leicester City 3, West Bromwich Albion nil. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. Uh, I'll help her have it as well, I'll tell you. Hey, Lester Till I Die, you can get us now on um, YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe. We're two off the 450. It would be great to get there by the end of this show. Please, please give us a subscribe. Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group, and Twitter, at Lester T-I-D. Um, Brookline, good evening. How the hell are you, sir? Did you tell them to stop at the goals to make your correction <laughs> hey what can i say um got it right again three nil not bad was it brookline well remembered problem is steve walsh got three nil as well so we're actually still only uh, i'm still only six points ahead of him but uh, i think basically the game was over 30 minutes in and you know i said at half time was this going to be uh, another nine nil but Maybe had it been at the start of the season, we would have gone for it. But to be honest with you, the FA Cup coming up, players maybe not as fit, maybe didn't want to risk things. Well, you know, they might just have decided, let's take it easy at 3-0. They did what they had to do, and that's the sign of a good team. At 3-0, let's face it, we could be playing in August and West Bromwich Albion wouldn't score against us tonight. Rudy, good evening, mate. Welcome from the Falklands. Respect and welcome to you. Nice to have you along. Stephen Collins, um, solid performance with his injury get for opportunities lost. Would have helped the old uh, goal difference, but we can come on to that later. I know somebody is going to be happy. I know it's hard. I know, I know we don't often see a smile from him, but through his beard... And for those of you that like uh, that like Hot Fuzz, I don't know. I mean, I love Hot Fuzz. It's my favourite ever film. But for those of you that like Hot Fuzz, he's got a big bushy beard. He certainly has. It's Brad. Good evening, Brad. <laughs> good evening, Chris. Uh, for a change, it is a good evening. The last time, we're not used to saying that after the last few matches we've done that until recently. So it is a very good evening. Uh, are you a Hot Fuzz fan? Yes, I am. I'm, yes. I'm quite yes. fond of their work. They do they're, them two together. I like yeah. a lot of their movies. So. You, 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 you get the reference then. I, I certainly do. I certainly do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said that. I just realised how wrong that sounds. Do you like hot fuzz? <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, hey. Great. I know. I don't think we. Um, I tell you what. I don't know what I'm more shocked about. The fact that you know we we. It was so easy for us, or the fact that I had to listen for 90 minutes 
And I missed the first seven minutes because BT decided that uh, they were going to end my contract in the middle of, you know, me, me still renewing it. Um, so I had to get on to them. Touchwood, well done, BT. Thanks very much. You got me working. I only missed the first seven minutes. Um, had we only won 1-0 and scored after six, I would have been a bit pissed off. But it took me a while to realise that it was Chris Sutton that was commentating on our game. And then I began to think, hey, this if we play well, he's really going to have to eat a lot of humble pie here. 90 minutes of Chris Sutton eulogising about how good Leicester City were. I've got to be honest with you, that was worth the 25 quid alone. <laughs> I suppose it is. Uh, especially uh, ever since that infamous tweet that he put out about yeah. uh, someone's reserve side being better than, being better than Leicester when uh, old Brandon Rogers found his way to to the king power but uh yeah. oh, god that was we did not play a west brom team informed did we because that was yes. that was leicester would have trained harder this week than the effort they had to put in to win that game that was yeah. comically shamefully from a west brom perspective it was comically and shamefully easy for leicester today the fact that jamie vardy nacho and, and madison brought his shooting boots could have had a hat trick between us, you know, says says it all. That was, it was very opposite to the end of last season, wasn't it? Yes, yes. In we are sense. actually, I heard, we are actually four points better off than this time last year. Yeah, and and, and it's also in a bigger content context, isn't it? Because this time last year, when the pack was chasing, we were dropping points and hoping for results to go away. And mm. whilst we've had to have the odd favour in our time come our way it's not been through too much of a dramatic point drop from us so it's 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 nice that when it's needed we've got the win because West Brom um you know relegation it wasn't going to we didn't think it was going to be easy mm. uh and with Chelsea playing West Ham you know one of them is at minimum going yep. to be three points off us or four yep. if they if one of them loses and then we've got a game against Monday against Crystal Palace and Think sort of rosy considering a few league yeah. games after Man City and West Ham, things were a bit edgy. Yeah. So Rob's saying there, I bet you couldn't jump the fence in hot fuzz, Chris. I tell you what, Rob, I'd be glad to get my leg over anything these days, let alone a fence. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I can't say much more myself. No. <laughs> Um, but, but thanks, Rob. Um, we said, sorry, I'm just, I'm laughing at my own jokes usually because I'm I'm the only one that does laugh at them. <laughs> um, um, I've I've lost totally lost my train of thought. I we, we were worried, you know. We said this wasn't before that this wasn't going to be the West Brom that we played at the start of the season. And I've Don't got to be worry. honest with you, it wasn't. It was worse than the West Brom <laughs> we played so, at the start of the season, wasn't it? It was so bad that you have to try not to laugh because it's just they were so bad. I mean, I have I have not had the most glittering, infamous, famous career. And I played in goal behind some very shocking defences. But I've got mm. a funny feeling that some of my a former teammates could have put up more of a fight and been more organised than West Brom because how we... I mean, Castagne could have had one, Nacho mm. could have had two, three, five. It was just embarrassing. Like I said, I, I generally think they'd have, they'd have 
worked harder in the classroom, let alone on the training ground pitch. And in the classroom, they worked harder. I tell you what, I tell you what, Brad, and you know, like you say, you used to uh, play in the uh, between the sticks when you were a younger man. you 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 could go and you know in that game you could have said to Schmeichel like go on you know have a night off I'll stand in for you, I mean you know he had he had that one shot and I know you don't like stats I really don't I'm going to quote them now and get them over with, but we had and this is this is I think an occasion where the stats do sum up the game I know sometimes you can say well you know the stats didn't you know retell mm-hmm. the true story but you know we had seventy three percent possession. You know, that's nearly three quarters of possession. We had 17 shots. They had three. We had seven. They had one, which Michael dealt with extremely comfy. As I say, you, you could have you could have easily said given him a night off and stood between the sticks, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, Casper could have taken his corset off. He didn't need to move that much. <laughs> Do you remember that from the Prague fan saying that? That was... He could have yes. taken that off. He didn't yes, have to move indeed. much, did he? <laughs> but, yeah, it, 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 look, it's nice when them sort of opportunities come along and these games come along. Because sometimes when, when it's 11 men behind the ball, it's not that easy. And You know, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, I mean, it, it was so bad by West Brom, you kind of forgive the fact that although when we go, were going forward, we seemed quite well. Yet again, it, it was quite... It was, Sloppy for the first fifteen minutes, wasn't it? The passes weren't too crisp. It, we took a while to get it nailed down and right in the. Final I don't know. Thank bit. you for reminding me. I only saw the seventh to the fifteenth minute. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, well, you, 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 the only thing you missed was watching Leicester do what they've done all season, which is carve teams apart and dominate the middle. But just in that final yeah. third, the pass, it, like I said, it took about fifteen minutes for us to, to, to kind of, you know, add the finishing gloss onto yeah. it onto a through ball, but. 13 minutes spell of, of, of pure Leicester at their best, and that was it, game over. And it, it literally was that. It was it was it was game over. There's not many other other sides that you know, 3-0, you don't tend to you tend to struggle to stay in the game at 3-0 anyway. But like I said, I think I I think Leicester's under 23s could have given us more of a game, and they, and they've had a torrid season. I know they they won seven, one or two yeah, earlier yeah, this week, which is a vital yeah three points for the lads in that one, but they would have put up more of an effort than West Brom. I mean, I know we shouldn't say at 3-0 the game's over. Certainly shouldn't say it to a West Ham fan uh, because it, it <laughs> <Yeah>. isn't. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm on form tonight. But, you know, you, you look at that at 3-0, that was like 32 minutes, and we'll go through the goals in a second, but it was going to go one of two ways we were either going to go and smash them 9-0, and I, and I did wonder if that was, was going to happen. But, like I said at the get-go, is it because, do you think, Rad, we have got an FA Cup final coming up, we've got some more tough games coming up, you know, it is the business end of the season. Maybe, you know, we just took our foot off the, 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 uh, the pedal a little bit, but we didn't need to put our foot on the pedal anymore, did we? No, we didn't, and I think in 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 the nicest way possible because it's always fun to jest at Southampton fans about it. We you know we're not got a great rival with them and such as a, as in they're not local or anything like that. So you know we just always like to remind them of nine nil. But I 
I really think that maybe, you know, you know, you know, when you say things happen in football, and sometimes maybe it's it's good that they happen. I think mm. I think in the I think what we've seen this season is the one thing we have ruled out, and I know at times it's frustrated fans. There was points in that game where I found myself going, I know it's not necessary, but I like us to just not get to the edge of the box and then pass it forty five yards back. You know, I know it was three nil, and we're talking like the last knock into the game. I'm thinking. I know we don't need a fourth, but can we at least attempt to get a fourth? But I think what we saw at that Leicester team, and I know obviously the corona when it first came in broke the season up and knocked us off the off our balance. But after that nine nil, we 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 kind of got a little bit arrogant at points in the season, as if some results were God given to our team. And 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 that's not a slate on that. It's very a minute thing to pick up that you're in such red hot form that you you feel that it's just going to come naturally. Whereas this season, it's like from day one, Brendan's gone, right, I would rather you win 2 or 3-0 and not look like conceding a goal at all than go and, go and put 4 or 5 in. We had the chances and, 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 and just by playing our natural game, should have got 5 or 6 goals. But yeah. it wasn't necessary in that second half. And I think that's where the difference is. Why Naka is out going at 100 miles per hour when the result, like you say, at 3-0 should be dead and buried, unless you yeah. West Ham. Um, gentleman saying there, sorry, just got home from work. Amazing win. I can actually see that that was Mark Gatwoods. Good evening, Mark. Thanks for joining us. You were working when Leicester were playing. Yeah, you, but you badly arranged that, didn't you? You should have been uh, swapping your shift there. Um, going to ask you this, Brad. Um, Madison. More forgiven. Look, I always said that Mad the, the the players like Madison and Perez, mainly Madison at the point for the fact that he's more of a strong contender for the for a starting eleven. I would be happy with his apology on the pitch. You know, that's how footballers earn their wage and correct their mistakes and 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 earn the respect to fans. And yeah, he hasn't really found his shooting boots yet, but. Um, he, he has shown that effort, and that, that's something that, that, that is pleasing to see. It's gonna, it's, mm. it's, a lot of Leicester fans have probably let it go. He, he has been quite impressive in his, you know, in his when he came on in, in the FA Cup, he was fairly influential. He was pretty good tonight. He was up there with one of the the the, best, the, the top performers. Um, some fans might still want to see a bit more. Maybe a goal will make it feel better. But I think he's he, he's almost there. I think if um, I think hmm. the ESL have saved them being held accountable for a lot longer because a lot worse <laughs> happened in football. It had a lot of things got forgotten because of the ESL, including the fact that we beat Southampton to get to the FA Cup final, which was almost like a footnote on the uh, you know on the 58th minute in the news. Oh yes, and by the way, Leicester in the FA Cup final. Uh, I yeah. mean, he, to me, I mean, Chris Sutton again, he couldn't say enough about Madison. You know, is it is it too late for him to book an England space? It's like you know, get your tongue out of Madison's arse, Chris. You know, you've completely changed your tune. But for me. I've got to be honest with you. I thought that first half, he virtually ran things. Yeah, he did, and 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 we've seen that from Madison. It's not like he had this, you know. It's not like these lads were foolish, broke a COVID rule, and suddenly forgot how to play football. It's not like we didn't know what Madison's capable of, and he suddenly doesn't do that. He did well, and and, and there's something you can again maybe see from Madison in in 
in, in earlier parts of his career at Leicester, you may have said that he, at times he can be a bit selfish, that sometimes he, he takes unnecessary shots when teammates are probably in better positions. And a few times tonight, he was tempted to pull the trigger, but then he got his head up and made some decent passes and, and probably helped create a better chance than the one he was about to take. So it just shows what's going on at Leicester, that despite some off-field antics and, and a few hiccups throughout the season where we've underperformed, in the odd, in, and it has only been the odd game or two that that's happened. You know, mm. you're not third. You're not third by doing it consistently, are you? Otherwise, you're mid-table and you're Arsenal and Spurs. But um, he does it at a consistent rate when he's been fit to play, and it's just nice to see him back on the pitch and showing the fans that he really is sorry. Because that's what Madison is good at. Yeah. We've got to talk about it. 105th, sorry, 145th goal for Leicester City is 114th in the Premier League. I thought it was 116th. Uh, I, well, two, I, I, I have heard two numbers though. So yeah, I'm only going correct. off what I heard on the T on 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 the on yeah. the uh, BT tonight. <laughs> so you know, I'm not. I, one of us is right. It's a lot of goals yeah. anyway. Um, yes, it is. Back, is. The, the, it is only just one goal, but again, what a great move! Yeah, and we've been saying it for a couple of weeks when people have maybe said that Vardy is lacking a bit of confidence, which he has been, and and. It was very un unvardy like, wasn't it? His celebration. And I know VAR yeah. and a quick check, and maybe that took it out of him. And maybe he was a bit nervous. Maybe he didn't want to celebrate it just to see it get potentially chalked off. And when yeah. when he did, I think maybe the relief, you know, because he was at the halfway line and were ready to go again, he didn't celebrate in his usual Jamie Vardy way. But it was good. And then, you know, Vardy's doing what Vardy's been doing and still contributing he, he assisted Ineacho again and you know 15 goals for Vardy 16 for Ineacho that's a strike force we've not seen up front for a long time working like that have we exactly exactly um I mean it was as a great move it was Tillemans to Castagna I mean the funny thing was just before well in the pre-match show with Josh I was um saying that Castagna for me was kind of off the boil. He, he wasn't, you know, he kind of exploded onto the scene and maybe set his bar too high too soon. But my God, he had a brilliant game tonight and he was involved in that first goal. Yeah, I mean, I know we'll get on into it near the end of the show, but he's my pick for man of the match. I think yeah. a lot of fans, and I'm in agreement with these fans that say that, I think he feels a bit stifled on the left. Because it's all right saying he can play on the left because we know he's capable on the left. But I also I think a lot of fans have noticed that on the right, he feels a bit more free. He feels a bit more in control because it's on his favourite side. He, he's more comfortable there. And he feels a bit more free to go forward. I mean, his runs, he was like a, he was like a, he was like a, a second number 10 in that first half at some points. Hmm. And on the left, he's a bit more reserved and um, seems to be a more... <coughs> excuse me a bit more stable on his defending side, but he, mm -hmm. he's less inclined to go forward. And and I, I, I think some fans are saying that maybe going forward, uh, when they're both 100% fit, because obviously they'll both want to play as much football as they can over the next seven or eight games, you know, especially with an FA Cup final coming on, maybe Ricardo Pereira when Barnes is back. If you're going to go back to having wingers, you have Ricardo on the right wing 
and Castagna is a right back and then you go Thomas on the left. Mm-hmm. It's a perfectly plausible option because yeah. Castagna does. He plays brilliantly on that right. It was similar it's to his West Brom performance at, at West Brom. Sorry. He does, but uh, maybe we've either got to go to a back four or move Castagna over to the left to accommodate Piera. But hey, what a nice Ooh. problem to have. Eh? Yeah, what a headache to have. Let's say hi to Luca. Good evening, Luca. Thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Luca. Um, an Arsenal fan there. Nice to have you on, Luca. I hope you're okay. Brookline saying, um, what does Brookline say? Hard to learn a lot from this game because of West Brom effort, but three things can carry forward. Vardy looking faster and playing wide. New set piece takers and a headed goal. Um, yeah, let, let's get at me. It was mentioned on the telly, Vardy, you know, he was like shit off the shovel tonight. And I'm not going to say that I don't, he does like to play down the left. And again, this was something that they said on BT, but I just think not out on the wing. I don't think he's a natural winger because we saw that that's where uh, Hodgson used to like playing him for England and it, it's not his position, but he likes to be allowed the space to drift out there and come in. But my God, he, you know, I can't run. I could never run that fast when I was half his age, let alone being his age. No, uh, I can't even run that, and I'm not even not even close. I'm I, I'm I'm a good four years younger than him, and I can't run that again. Mm. That's my own healthy lifestyle. Probably doesn't help that, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I've said it a lot, and I know a lot of people, obviously, less fans for agree with me, and I, I've I will argue a hammer and tongue with anyone that disagrees with me. When you're a world class player. And you get to this point in your career, like Vardy is, you find a way to adapt. And what Jamie Vardy is adapting to is, right, I'm not the gun-ho target man, hit the ball to everybody. I can create space with my running whilst I'm not being so freely with the goals. And at the same time, I can help keep a young lad's confidence going by being the best strike partner available Mm -hmm. to him. And he's doing a perfect job. There isn't an interview in the last four or five weeks that Kalichi Iniacho has start, hasn't started answering a question about his form without saying it's all down to Vardy. Because mm. if Vardy's not making his passes and was it the bronze plumber who came on after our FA Cup yeah. and, and made that same yeah. point? And yeah. I'm sorry, you cannot you can only get classed a world player a world class player if from the start of Maybe not from the start of your career. It's not always necessary because people develop mm. late when they're in their age. But from the age that Jamie Vardy started, his continuous hot streak in the Premier League for us, he has not stopped. And when teams just think they found a way to stop him, he's worked on a way, or should I say another way, to still be impactful. I mean, look at look at this run mm. before tonight of a, a period without scoring. I think he's got seven assists. Yes. Hasn't he? In like these 14 games. That's incredible. Forget, yeah, we shouldn't forget. I mean, you know, just to, uh, uh, to back that up, Emil Heskey, striker, everybody, you know, loved playing with him with England, whoever was up front. They wanted to play with Heskey. His scoring record wasn't that great, but if you looked at no. his assists, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, it worked. And again, we Another had something similar that, with him, didn't we? Because we had yeah. three capable players in that position that could score goals so it was spread out as well yeah yeah 
Moving on to book lines, uh, another one of book lines points, and, I, and I'm, I, again, I'm not going to take uh, credit for this, but we touched on it again. <laughs> I mentioned Castagna; he had a brilliant game. I said it's about time we score from a corner to Josh because <laughs> he used to always say it when we weren't doing. Second goal, <coughs> great corner to come in. A little, I think, a little touch from from Nacho there. Well, well, what was uh, Johnny Evans? 2019 December was his last goal. My God, he bullet headed that one in, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He just and it, it was you could see the relief on it. They've definitely been working on something different from set pieces because let's face mm. it. I mean. You could argue the joke is if you concede from a corner from Leicester, you deserve to lose because I think that's only our second goal direct from a corner this season. I know we've had a few from like a short corner, but that's like a direct ball into the box. I think that's only our second goal yeah. from it. So yeah, it was quite nice. So hopefully a bit more of them come the end of the season would would, would yeah. be nice to add to it. It's always Scott, nice against your former club like that. It is. It means that little bit more, doesn't it? You know, and I think. Remind me, because obviously once the goal goes in, I'm typing away. Did he celebrate? Yeah, he ran off. He grabbed the ball, he, he ran off into uh, the corner towards Tillemans. Good. He did. I understand why players don't want to, but I, I always think it's good when they do. Scott, thanks for joining us again. Uh, why don't you come back on? I've posted the link further up the chat. Uh, just press the link, Scott, come back on, and uh, and it'll be your second time. It'll be like riding a bike for you now, mate. <laughs> he does say Luke Thomas seemed to have a quiet game. I, I don't. He, he didn't stand out to me, but then he didn't seem to do anything wrong. He, he, he did what was asked of him. Not that he had to do an awful lot, did he, really? No, no, he didn't, really. And... and, and... There wasn't really a lot because West Brom spent 90 minutes trying their best impressions of being the makers of their own downfall. Because any time we did do anything wrong with the ball, it was like they went, well, that's not fair, start again. Mm. <laughs> we, even if we tried, it, they couldn't have scored tonight and we tried to give the ball away in dangerous positions at times. We, we yeah. really did with some of our passing. You know, like I said, it, 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 the only way West Brom was going to score is they made a switch off to the point that our players stood still. And even then, I think they have hit the post. Yeah. <laughs> what what impressed me, um, and I'm just going to come on to David Gamble's point in a second, but what impressed me about the team tonight was the hunger. We looked like we wanted it. We were first to every ball. We were first to every second ball. We lost it. We went and fought and got it back. This was a Leicester I've not seen for, for a while. We, we actually looked hungry for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we. I mean, it was one of them, wasn't it? Where it's it's sometimes playing against a team that's so lackadaisical, you know. And 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 it wasn't that expected. We obviously we know they've just won the last two games in in, in fairly decent standings. You know, Chelsea they beat mm -hmm. very comprehensively, uh, and they beat Southampton. Um, I know Southampton aren't on the greatest run at the moment, but it's still it's a tough feat to when you're down there to. To, to get back-to-back -back wins, it's it's a rare commodity when you're in a relegation battle. Yeah. And and sometimes when you see a team like that, like I said, it kind of makes you not have that effort in because sometimes you struggle to beat um, sides or or anybody when when you don't feel the, the competition's being matched by your opponents. And like mm. I say, West, West Brom weren't in it from the get-go. Uh, so, yeah, it was really nice just to see us keep at our game, you know, 
when we had the ball, we was good on it. When we was off the ball, we was even better off it because we were just mm. over them like the rash. And that's the sort of thing you need to be seeing. You know, with 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 what what what's that now? We've got three get three games, I think, before the final three now, haven't we? Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we've got three games before the final three. And if Leicester's objective is to secure Champions League football before them three are even being played, you know, that's the sort of thing you need to be doing over these next, you know, three games. Yeah. And, you know, you know, not just to say that we can't do it over the last three games because we're more than capable of, but from, from a perspective, it'd show a really strong season to say that your Champions League qualifications in the bag with 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 three games to go. And that, I think you can, that, you can relax a little bit then and yeah. concentrate on the on the FA Cup. David says here, and I, I was going to I was going to bring this point up later, uh, but I don't want to keep David waiting. Um, can't understand we're playing lovely football. Then he brings the subs, which alters the game. Well, to be, I, I mean, I, I know what, I get what you're saying in a way because sometimes if you're playing so well, why change things? But you know, we have got a game that isn't a week away. They were saying Piera wasn't playing because it's three games within the week with the yeah. cup final, this and what have you, and the Palace game. But the Palace game, like I say, it's less than a week to our next game. Um, you know, we, we've got the business end of the season here now, David, and I do honestly believe that, you know, when you're 3-0 up and cruising like we were, rest players, give them a break. And obviously the other thing is, don't risk injuries because we know how easy it is to pick up an injury. You know, we saw yeah. Vardy go down in the last game. You know, it, it's easy. It, you know, every time a player goes down, I'm thinking, oh my God, that's another one that's going to be out for a few weeks. So I, I totally understand tonight why those substitutions were made. Yeah, for me, it was kind of a bit of common sense. Like, like I said, mm. maybe, maybe last season, the, the, you know, the point was made and, you could say that West Ham kind of mimic it this season. That there's not actually a necessity when you're winning the game to keep going at a hundred miles per hour. Mm. You know, I think a lot of games last season when we conceded a few goals, it, you know, even if we won the game, it was because we ran out of steam with 70 minutes played, and we then had to sit back for 20 minutes and make sure they didn't find a way back into the game. Whereas yep. today, there was no need. I mean, I think I said it to you earlier on Twitter, didn't I? There wasn't even let forget first gear. There wasn't even a need for Leicester to to put that you know to take the handbrake off. It mm. was that easy. And yeah. what and like you said, players are coming back. We've been struck with injuries. We 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 know all too well how injuries have hampered us this season in regards to not not that they play badly or anything, but we've been forced to stick with a structured side, which has probably helped us. We've we've all said that as fans in in in, in its own way. Has, has probably helps Leicester. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just common sense. Pratt needs minutes on the pitch. And yeah. Pereira can't play three games in the space of se- seven days because he's just coming back. Madison got a sub in the cup game. He's got 75 minutes here. Perez has been in half-decent form, I'll say. Enough to warrant yeah. coming off the bench. You're yeah. going to get it with... Barnes over the next week or so. You'd like to think he's due back. I, th- I think so with Perez... We, we've sort of, you know, mentioned Perez to death over the whole season, but you know, at three nil up against that team that was, you know, that was West Brom, 
it, it made sense to, to bring him on <laughs> because yeah. yeah he... I mean if you're going around the park at a strolling pace you might as well get some other players on there to get even more minutes yes yeah you I know? mean David I know what you're saying we were hoping to see, more order to see more goals you know I, I, at half time I put is this a 9-0 but it wouldn't have been a Leicester City game if Nacho hadn't scored <laughs> that's what a statement that is. Isn't it? You know, we keep laughing and joking, saying you want us to have that so long ago, but it really isn't, is it? The, the lad yeah. can't help but score. I mean, that's eight goals in eleven games. It's something ridiculous like that. And, and and like we said, like I said, you know, that's sixteen goals this season. He's had his longest run playing in 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 any side. You know, back to his Man City days when he was a, when he was a real youngster and. And now this is his longest run in the side. He's got 16 goals for the season. He's one ahead of Vardy. The lad is, when, you know, they said it in the FA Cup, when you're hot, you're hot. And like like you said, Chris, I mean, mm. it, you know, before this run, in the actual one minute in, he'd have got, he'd have got an absolute slating. There'd have been 30 posts on Facebook. There'd have been 50 Twitter notifications calling him a donkey. And saying this is why he's yeah. not playing, but this this time when he, and to be fair, you you kind of got to give the credit to the keeper a little bit. I might be being a bit kind on the actual, but you know he he obviously thought the goalkeeper was staying put, so he had a bit of time to knock it forward a bit and then lash it in, and then the keeper came out. But we we backed him, we backed him, we we didn't mind that he missed it because we thought well Nacho's in form, he'll score one and. It's nice to have that different feeling about a player instead of going, oh, God, it's going to be one of them for him in today, is it? Because that, that was a full eight weeks or nine weeks ago, wasn't it? Nacho yeah. missed that in the first minute eight or nine weeks ago and fans are going, oh, for God's sake, this is going yeah. to be an arse ache. And, and it's just nice. It is nice to see him scoring, even if he should have had four today. Yes, yeah. Um I'm just looking here because Nigel sent me some information, which I don't think I'm going to be able to read long enough to. It's one of it's one of your posts, but like three of your posts put together, Brad. It's a, <laughs> it's a long one that he's, he's messaged me, so I'll have to literally read that later um, because um, it, it, there's no way I can read that out on the show. Um, Chris Sutton on 39 minutes, and I'm going to quote him here. And I love, I love, I love it now that, that, that he's saying how good we are. But he basically said, Leicester City are just doing what they want to. Yeah, he wasn't too far off the mark. It did feel like that, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Like I said, he, they'd have trained harder through the week preparing for this game. Uh, and it was, it was just like Leicester were allowed to do what they want. It was just like, for for every one attack that maybe West Brom were alert to a ball and actually knew what sport they were supposed to be playing, every other attack was a case of have as much time and as much of this as this pitch as you want. You know, as, as if West Brom went, well, it is your ground after all, so you do what you want. We're not going to get in your way. It was unbelievably comfortable yes. from start yeah. to finish. I, I don't think I've seen such a more, more comfortable game, you know. And as I think we'd still be playing, you know, in, in, into the summer, and, and I don't think West Brom would have scored. Right, we're going to um, take a quick 10 second hello from Alan Smith, and then we're going to be back and we'll look at the second half. Be back after this. Hi, Alan Smith here. 
sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. Up the foxes. Thanks, Alan. Um, second half. Um, again, let's start. We finished. We finished the first half with a Chris Sutton quote. Let's start the second half with a Chris Sutton quote. Um, Leicester always hunting the ball back. Yeah, and it's nothing to it uh, too uh, unfamiliar to Leicester fans over this season. You know, we we we've we've what's What's on offer in our midfield? They're always on their day, very mouthwatering to watch the likes of Wilford and Didi and 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 Tillemans and, Ma- and Madison. So it, you know, it's great that for Leicester, we as fans that watch obviously Leicester play week in week out, that we've been seeing this quite regularly over over the course of the season. But they do. They just there's such a dominance there, and 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 with the likes of. You know Pereira when he plays, and obviously Castagne when he's on f- form, and 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 the fact that you've got Fafana and Sayuncu taking in turns going on the attack as well, it's just it's so formidable that that I, I would argue that on it on its day, Leicester have one of the most scariest uh, set of midfielders available in the Premier League because they've got an absolute wizard. And a blocking machine in in Wilfred and Didi, who if if he fails, they've got Fafana, and then up front they've got Castagne bursting a, a gut to get forward, Barnes, Justin, Manev both fit, mm-hmm. and then you've got Vardy and now a, a born again in Iacho. It's it's one of the most relentless sides. At, Sides that, that do it at such ease, it actually, in a way, reminds you of Man City. And I know that might be a bit too high, but you know the way they're just so patient and just mm. wait because they just they they kind of pass it around Man City and Leicester do it similarly. And they did it a lot in this game. I know West Brom were terrible, mm. like worse than terrible. Celtic reserves would have given us a better game. They are another Chris Sutton for you, you know. The way they did it is if you go, we'll do this all night because we know we're going to score. We know we're good enough to do it. And it was it's just something that's really nice to see. Yeah. As, as, as a team. Is there. There's lots of times when Nacho Kunti to Barn Door. Now you know he's going to score. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do, Mark. You do. It's like I say, it's a shock now if, it, if he doesn't. Melina, good evening. How the Hello, devil Melina. are you? Hello, Melina. Uh, nice to have you along. Um, You've you've missed you've missed your boyfriend. He was in early. Don't know if he still is watching or not. Um, but um... <laughs> behave, Christopher. Behave. <laughs> what? What? Behave. Until I die. Dating dot com. Um, well, you you you're you're a typical woman. What can I say? You you're late. Where have you been? No excuses, you know. Well, you can't do that to the bodice, Chris. You can't be saying that. <laughs> She'll boot you. <laughs> God bless you. Did you watch the match, Melina? Did you watch the match? I mean, you know, oh, I mean, I'd thought, you know, you might have watched the match and thought, that's a good team to support. Because no, she's an honorary day... fan. I offered her cookies, Chris. She's involved. I told her that Leicester, get, Leicester fans get free cookies and donuts, so she's on board. She might uh, not say it well, now, in, but she, I've got the proof. 
in fairness <laughs> to the um to the bt guys afterwards um the guy that was presenting it i can't think what his name was turned to robbie savage and said um Le leicester are there by you know they, they deserve to be where they are and they deserve to be in the champions league and not just there just because of who they are but they've actually earned a uh <laughs> they've uh, they've earned the right to be there. Yes, Melina. Maybe he was having a, a, a knock at you, Melina. I'm really, really sorry. Your dad's in hospital. Um, I'm watching from the car park in the right circumstances, but I hope he will be oh, okay. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah, crossed, Melina. Okay. Best wishes. Yep. Best yeah, wishes best wishes. Thought, thoughts are with you, Melina. You take care of yourself. Thanks for popping on and, and give our give all our best here from all the Leicester fans. Yeah. Um, Brad and me as well, and um, uh, uh, to on to on to your dad. Um, David said here, um, and I'm I'm reading between the lines as to what he said because I think he's he's had a drink or two. <laughs> Joking, David. Uh, Chris, you must have free was better tonight. Second half altered in the second half. Now you must agree. You did type that afterwards. Yeah, the first half was better, but. Do you know, I'm going to take you back to that 9-0 at Southampton. And I was there, and I was in the crowd with my son and my girlfriend. And it was amazing, 1-0, 2-0, 3-4, 5-0 at half time. And I actually turned around to my son and went, don't get excited for the second half. The second half will be boring. When you're this far ahead at half time, you just, you just coast the second half. You don't need to do anything. Of course, me being the, the expert pundit that I am was completely wrong because we went and got four more. But I think that game tonight, what you know, why go out and they were there for the taking, but we'd got the three points. You know, we've got to think what's coming up. Um, yeah. I mean, and let's not forget this is, you know, the club. You know, it wasn't the prettiest of semi-final, but it would have been a hell of a drain on the lads. The mental concentration, the occasion, no matter what footballers say, is hardly as confident as some of these guys are, especially in the modern mm. football today, or at least they perceive to be more confident than, than most. That that was a big task. It was the first time in 52 years that Leicester have now got to an FA Cup final. We all remember the League Cup semi-final last year. We didn't want to repeat to that. It's a big mm. occasion. It was a first game this entire season that fans, neutral or not, were, were, were able to go. So the occasion was there, uh, mm. and, and obviously we know we took we, you know, we took advantage of that and, and, and rose to the occasion. And sometimes when you play a, a game like this and you get the job done in the first half, it, it can be difficult. As stupid as it sounds. But you go to you do anything in any job, and if you are expected to get everything done by the time your shift ends, and with two hours to go, you get it all done. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, get suckered into another job. Let's face it; you try and look busy. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you just have to keep doing the job yeah. that you're asked of. And we controlled the game. We had a few chances, so it could have ended five or six in the end. Matt could have added to his score. David, yeah. you're saying there was next. Were you next to me at Southampton? Because if you were, you should. Why did you not tap on my shoulder and introduce yourself? I'm not that scary, am I? Or you just, or you just thought I don't want to be associated with him, you know? Now, can I just say, Brad? And I want, I want, I mean, I'm going to actually edit this bit out of the um, out of the show tonight, and I'm going to save it, and I am going to use it all the time. 
let me just check on here. This is Mark again. Mark Gatwood is actually asking, what were the possession stats? Well, Mark, funny you should ask that <laughs> because I'm 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 your man. I am your man. It was 72% to 27 for us. And um, uh, what I'm going to do now, because I did this last week and I've forgotten about it this week, but if we go to the website, no, that's the wrong game. That's Palace, 8 o'clock Monday Palace. Um, I can't be done with this two games a week again. It's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's not good. Right, if I go into Leicester City's website, the stats, here we go. We actually had, this is just for you, Mark, seeing as you asked, we actually had 698 passes tonight. Um, West Brom had 249. We had 858 touches, and West Brom had 417. Mark, thank you so much for asking. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I, I think Mark, Brad, getting uh, a ban. <laughs> <laughs> I love my stats. Brad doesn't love my stats, but um, hey, it kind of says it, doesn't it? Six ninety-eight passes though to two forty-seven. You know, <laughs> somebody yeah, said, yeah, "Was that all in the second half?" I mean, we we were just we were just good all over. I mean, I've I've hardly got any notes for the second half because it was literally was it not um, Brad a training session? I think the whole game was a training session. I forgot. Honestly, I don't, you know, like the little last-minute training session they might do the night before, uh, the, the night before, the day before, or or, or whatever when they last do a, a, a preparation for the game. I think they would have trained more and put in more effort and more running than um, than than anything that than, than they did off for the whole ninety minutes. But you know, it is exactly what it is, and it's it's it's, it's a cliche. But you can only beat what's in front of you, and, and sometimes, and sometimes in, in football, it's strange. You can either be very ruthless and go and do what you did to a team like Southampton, or yeah. or, or you know, and I remember that Man, Man United got steamrolled six one, didn't they? You know, it can yeah. happen in a team when you go for the juggler, and you know. West West Brom today's opponents, you know, they, they went for the juggler and went at Chelsea when it was down to ten men and Steve them. And sometimes it's just not necessary. Sometimes you know the job's done. You're looking around. I mean, when that second goal went in, let alone the third, you looked around the pitch and West Brom just looked like that's that's it, it's done. I mean, Sam Allardyce looked bored from the kickoff. Every time it went <laughs> to him, he was like this. I know he looks like Jabba the Hutt, but there's no need to sit like him in the crowd. He didn't look interesting <laughs> at all. He, no he, he, if, he was, if he was my manager, I'll be honest with you, he'd be the most uninspiring manager I think, you know, that there is going. David, I know the Jolly Sailor. It's literally about seven, eight minutes walk from me. So next time you're in pool, let me know. And now that we can get out and about and once the pub's open, I'll hold you to that. You owe me a pint. I will definitely uh, hold you to that one. And it's and it's there now. You can't get out of it, you know. You screenshot it and everything. Trust me, Dave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But we spoke earlier about Champions League places. Um and how they earned and what have you. But, you know, let's just have a look at this now. I mean, how good does that look? You know, we said again, we've said earlier, um, 
on, on the pre-match show. You should win the watch the pre-match show. We just get everything right. But we were saying that how often have Leicester not taken advantage when things have been thrown our way? And it could be that you know, had we lost tonight, we wouldn't have been any worse off. But, you know, Brighton gave us, the, you know, they got a draw with Chelsea. Newcastle did us a favour with West Ham. For once, we took an advantage of it. I think we're playing for third, if we're going to be honest here, Brad. I think third is probably what we're going for. But, you know, we, we got that win, four points clear of Chelsea. Yeah, and 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 we're doing it at the pivotal point, aren't we? And I'm not just saying that because it's like the last seven or eight games. I think, I think before this, you know, if we go back before West Brom, you know, when we played the likes of Brighton and Sheffield United, we came mm. on here and we said we should get if we can get seven seven points out of them three games, which we ended up doing in the end. We we end up getting seven out of a possible nine points, and and yeah. they're the games that last season, like a lot of fans say, and in in many years gone by with Aston, they probably ended up picking up four. They've got mm. a shot result one and then drawn one, and 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 that's something we've got right this season, which I think gives our fans a lot more confidence that it's not going to tail away like it did last season and has done in seasons before because now we're in a position where West Ham and Man City are distant memory defeats because we're, we're now, what were we, four points ahead of West West Ham and Chelsea. Yes. We've got a game in hand on Tottenham who are on 53 points so we're six points and a game better off than, than, than them, so that's always been out of the equation for me. I, I think I think the likes of Tottenham, Liverpool, uh, and, and and maybe West Ham will be fighting amongst themselves for that fifth spot uh, because it's just come at a pivotal time. Chelsea play West Ham, and is that this weekend of, when they play West Ham? Yes, that's this yeah. weekend. So no matter what happens in that, we're either going to stay four points clear of West Ham because they'll lose to Chelsea, will stay three points clear of the pair of them. Or, uh, you know, in regards to what Leicester need to do this season to get Champions League football, we're going to end up either three or four points clear of Chelsea or West Ham and have played a game more. Mm-hmm. And then if we win again on Monday, that will put us, do quick maths, six to seven points clear of that team, uh, of the team ahead of us. And that's easy. That that's that's that's. I wouldn't say, you know, on edge. That that you know, that's not variable. In in say February, March time. But when there's only six or seven games and there's so much fine margins, you know, there's no there's no room for error. And then like that last six games is the. I think no. when you've got like a six or seven point lead. You have to do something dramatic to throw that away. And I just don't see where you do that, especially when you then follow up. And I'm not saying, look, if we lose across the Palace, you know, it's game on again. There'll be pressure on again um, in the sense that we don't take advantage of it. But if we do do uh, uh, that against Palace, and we, we do, do get do. three we points. We do 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 da da da. Yeah. <laughs> if, we don't get, if we do get three points against Crystal Palace uh, and we yeah. do open up a six or seven point gap over six, with Newcastle and Southampton to come before Chelsea, Manchester and Tottenham, 
I just don't see where they get enough points to overturn and we yeah. drop enough. Now that I know you're a police fan, um fixture congestion. I mean, you know, that that's that's the big worry, you know, that you know, how many games you've all got to play together. And I I bought this up and I actually sent it to LCFC supporters on Twitter onto the supporters helpline because I think you know the we shouldn't be we shouldn't be penalized for being in the FA Cup final and and I think it's really really unfair that the FA have decided to schedule two games um exactly on the same day just a couple of hours between each other and I think the fact that we're playing Chelsea at Chelsea at 3 and then we've got to get on a bus and nip over to Wembley you know, we will be able to have a shower. We will to get changed because they've got us playing at five thirty on the same day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know it's a typo. I know it's a, I know it's an error, and that was originally due to play them. But I couldn't I couldn't resist it earlier when I saw it. I thought, bloody hell, that's fixture congestion and a half, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I thought they used to get it bad on FIFA when uh, I used to do career, in the manager games. I used to do career mode, and sometimes it put one on the next day. I used to think, you know, I'm going to have to put my kids up. For that. You have to do more than that for that game. <laughs> but, uh, but no, this is, this is who we've got coming up the next four games. Um, we've got Palace at home. We've got Southampton away. That'll be interesting, won't it? And Newcastle at home. You know, you're looking at that and you're thinking, well, what would you say? Seven out of nine would you be happy with? Yeah, I think, again, you have to go with, you know, you have to compare it to, you know, when we played Sheffield United, Brighton, and I apologise, I can't remember the other team in in, in that small... Burnley, that was it, in, in that period. I think, again, you have to be looking at seven points. And, and I mean, realistically, I think we only need five as long as the win comes mm. at, at Crystal Palace. Because, again, like a state, one of the two, the only two, in my opinion, that could potentially knock us down to maybe fourth. I'd say fifth is still a stretch. Um, play each other. And if we do get the win against Russell Palace, I don't see why you can't get... I mean, I'd like nine out of nine, but I'd be very happy with seven points out of that. Yeah. Be, yeah. Be, win your home games, draw your away games, you're going to have a great season as it is. So yeah. I'll take that if we can get them. Let's just round it up now then and look at, as we always do, um, man of the match and uh, player and manager ratings. Um Alan, as you know, Alan Bennett does this for me, and he does this literally within five minutes of the final whistle going, bless him. Uh, so he doesn't have really time to sort of put, you know, he puts obviously is what he's he's decided during the game. But um, again, I, I can't argue with him. I think he's probably got it nailed on tonight. Castagna there, man of the match, and a nine for the manager and a nine for the team. Brad? Yeah, no, no, no arguments on this one. No, no, no debation. It might have been easy for other others to have said, "Well, it's Jamie Vardy because he ends, you know, because he ends a goal drought and he's got another assist." And yeah, he did have a fantastic game, but Castagne ran that show in the first half. Yeah, and obviously, obviously, along with a few other players that were stand out. Fafana was amazing as well today. Oh. Fafana's just been amazing all season, though, mate. Mm. Fafana's yeah, yeah. the only person that could lose the ball and tackle himself to get it back. 
<laughs> he's unbelievable. And that's yes. something, again, and I know I'm I'm quite the advocate defender of our scouting teams, but we've had three players that are just of that unnatural ability that we've managed to bring in. N'Golo Kante, Wilfred Ndidi and Wesley Fofana. Yeah. Forget the players on six, seven-year contracts. Let's get these staff on six, seven-year contracts because if that's what they're pulling out, the back yeah. size for 30, 40 million. He looks like he's 32 years old with his brain. But the fact yeah. that he's 20 for Fauna, it's right. I'm not going to swear because we'll you never imagine? get anywhere with it. But Jesus. Can you imagine if we had Canty, Indeedy, and Fafana? We basically wouldn't need anybody else on the pitch, would we? That, that would be <laughs> well, tonight, them three alone could have beat West Brom. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I love the fact that, you know, you, you, you always introduce me to a, wo- a new word every week, Brad, debation. What, what? Oh, <laughs> I just like to make things up and sound smart. It, it helps me sound more photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I, I, I think you got that one wrong as well. Hey, Brad, <laughs> it's great. Three points, um, four ahead of um, uh, Chelsea. Um, we're not going to cock it up this year, are we? Oh well, it, there you were. Everybody heard it. Chris's mouth said we're not going to cock it up. So if he jinxes it, and we do, right, pitchforks, <laughs> right. I've got a PayPal account set it up. Pitchforks and, and, and torches, <laughs> two for a fiver. So. But on honest the thing, no. We, it, it's over the next three games. If we're to cock it up, it's over the next three games. It, I just can't see it. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to, myself personally, but you're taking the blame if we do, because you said it first. <laughs> and, of course, the, the cup final. I mean, as I, as I watched um, very quickly to touch on this, when I watched Chelsea the other night against Brighton, I wasn't worried about them. No, and I think there's something about Chelsea, and I know they've improved under Tuchel, and uh, you know, and, it, and they have, they have improved, but I, I don't know if they've improved dramatically. I think he brought a balance to them, yeah, and I, I think he's got them playing a better, a better way. But they still haven't. It's not like, it's not like Bruno Fernandez with Manchester United, where he's completely rocketed them to that level, that that next level that, that Man- Manchester United seem to have been missing, which was, you know. They spent eighty million on a dynamo that turns out to move quicker than a dinosaur, unless it can be asked or a transfers windows open in Paul Pogba. <laughs> but they haven't sort of got that catalyst, and, and maybe Kai Havertz and Timo Werner next year will click a bit better and do it. But in this season, we we all said, didn't we, before we play Southampton, you know, Chelsea are beatable. We'd rather have mm. Chelsea, and I yeah. think I'd rather have Chelsea. Than, than, than Manchester United. I know we played Manchester United in the quarters, but if you just said, oh, well, what if it would be mine? I'd rather, if you just said Manchester United, Man City or Chelsea, out of them three, I'd, I'm actually glad we've got them in the final because I think we can genuinely beat them. It'd be so, so nice so to finally end the so run. I know, I know it's not a proper thing, but fifth time lucky. Uh, Austin, <laughs> thanks for joining us, mate. Um, you've come in there at the end. Great game from the lads. Uh, hope to see some great results in coming. Make sure you've subscribed to us as the little flashy thing in the top right is saying. David Gamble, again, witnesses, mate. You're in Downing Pool in July. I'll meet you for a pint. The Jolly Sailor, I will see you then. Brad, as always, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, no worries. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for everybody who's commented. 
It is always and a pleasure when we win, isn't it? It is always uh, a pleasure uh, and, when we win. Yeah. And again, best wishes on the recovery to Melina's father and uh, hope he's well soon. And 100% I hope three points to her new I hope three points for her new founded team favorite team has cheered her up a bit. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, this, this is well. According to the president of Madrid, this is, it, it's not finished. It's still going. So it's going to be oh. a super league of two teams, apparently Barcelona and Madrid. But hey, we've we've got a game on Monday night, so things are going to be slightly moved round a bit. In tomorrow, which is Friday, if I'm very much not mistaken, Friday night at seven, um, we will be here. Myself and Pride of South London, um, the Crystal Palace fan site, will be coming on to do the opposition view. Um, I, I don't even get a night off now. I'll tell you what, I did. I, I, I worked less hard than this when I had a job. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> good night, David, and good night, Mark. Thanks good a night, lot. Mate. For so we're back tomorrow at seven. Going to say good night to 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 um to what's your name, Brad? Um, he's promised me he's off for a shave this weekend. We'll believe it when we see it. Big bush. We've not lost. We've not yeah. lost. Oh, is that keeper. stopping? Is that stopping then until we lose? I always have it. I mean, it wasn't ready to be shaved, but for Man City and West Ham because I give them a, I, 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 I tend to give them a pass when it's a big side six and that and <laughs> West Ham. I've got, yeah, I've, yeah, got yeah. I've got, I've got. I've got, I've got one, of, one of those passes like I'm giving up smoking today. I used to have, I used to have those passes every morning for like 15 years. I'm giving up smoking this morning. I have, you know, I'm very good at giving up smoking between the hours that I fall asleep and yes, I wake up. <laughs> On that note, mate, don't, hey, kids, if you're watching, don't smoke. It's no, not don't. It's horrible. I bet. No, no. No. Brilliant, Brad. Thanks very much, mate. I'll see you on Monday night. I'll see you on Monday night. As always, it's been a pleasure. Cheers, mate. And you take care. Bye bye. Take care. Oh, thanks to Bradford uh, joining us this evening. Uh, it's always a lot more fun when we have won. Um, so, guys, yeah, do what it says in the top corner. Let me just bring this up now because if you want to listen to us again, you can do on YouTube and uh, it's Lester Till I Die TV. Don't forget to click that subscribe button. We were, I don't know if we still are, two off the 450. We're trying to get to 500 by the end of the season. Don't know if that's going to happen, but let's try and get to the 450 anyway. So subscribe now. And if you want to listen to us, why you're doing the washing up or why you're stripping the walls or painting the shed, you can catch us as a podcast form on Anchor, Google uh, Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Podcast Addict, just to name a few. We have got it all over there. Um, yeah, so back tomorrow, 7 o'clock, um, with Ali from the uh, Pride of South London, the Crystal Palace fan site. We'll be talking at Leicester City Crystal Palace. Sunday night at 7. I agree. I, <laughs> I pause then because I'm doing a Sunday night at 7 show, which is the preview show with Craig, and I'm thinking... Okay, it's a line of duty, but hey, we'll be over by then. Seven o'clock Sunday. Don't watch um, Antiques Roadshow. Watch us. It's the Bad Bad Saturday Show. It's uh, me and Craig doing the old um, preview show. Then Monday night, 
we've got the match and sandwiching the match we've got the pre-match with me and josh and the post-match with me and brad it's been a pleasure guys thanks for joining thanks for watching thanks for everything you do and commenting it's been a pleasure doing it and um we will see you tomorrow night take care Hello, stay safe. matt elliott here be sure to watch lester till i die tv on youtube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on leicester city football club Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now over. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.